All right, we have a giveaway. Yes, we will be giving one of our Remar nurses, and it's in here, the, we're doing a giveaway. $200 straight to you guys. It's a cash app drop. So if you follow us on the social media channels, yes. Which channels are you on? I'm on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Awesome. So make sure that you follow Remar Nurse on everything. Everything. Right? For a chance to win $200 every night. So at the end of tonight, we're going to be selecting a $200 winner. Yep. And tomorrow, and tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day, we're going to be doing it the same thing. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, guys, we are getting ready for our second shift we are getting ready for second shift get your so hold on what are we doing with second shift like yeah so what's about to happen is it's the same thing like last night i think you guys if you're for if it is your first time joining us mm -hmm. you're going to get a report you're going to so get this is going to be like a nursing shift yeah, this is your second nursing shift Sec so i passed the NCLEX and i'm on the floor now you're on the floor now but i'm also your preceptor so i'm here to guide you on the floor oh, okay. making you think you know mm. safety 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 patient patient safety on tonight i love it yep. i love it so i'm gonna go get the nurse that's gonna be giving report are you guys ready for report on today are you guys ready for report on today I think like, that's Nurse Henrietta, right? Yeah, we got to go get her. We got to, you know, we got to find Nurse Henrietta. Oh, yeah. She's a, she's, she's a special one. She is. She is. Are you guys ready for Nurse Henrietta's report today? I think they're ready. All right. Let's go see. All right. All right. As we are getting ready to meet Nurse Henrietta, I think, let me, let me do my rounds really quick. Let me do my rounds. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Mark. I am the Remar Nurse Chaplain, and uh, thank you for joining me on the rounds today. Uh, we're going to uh, take you, Remar Nurses, you know, on the path to passing NCLEX, and then we pray God's strength for you in the journey as you go. So we're going to pray for you, uh, and then also we're going to go in and meet our patient today. Uh, I believe his name is patient Mark Grant. Uh, I believe we're going to uh, peek into his room and see how he's doing and, and, and just maybe pray for him as well. Uh, let me see. Let, let, let's say a quick prayer uh, together and then we'll go talk to Mr. Grant real quick. All right. Father in heaven, thank you for uh, bringing these nurses to the hospital, Lord. Thank you for guiding them along their educational journey. That's what that you would touch their hands, touch their hearts, touch their their minds so that they would be exactly who you would have them to be. Give them uh, give them the intelligence, give them the confidence, give them the state of mind, the mindset to be helpful to the patients and so that they can be a blessing to their family. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, amen. All right, I think let's see if we can go and peek in on Mr. Grant, see if he is uh, ready for his visit. And let's see. Oh, we have uh, we have the nurse, uh, the nurses with him right now. So we'll come and check on him in just a little bit. Uh, but I think we have uh, nurse Henrietta is in there right now. And so we won't disturb him at this time, uh, but we'll see if we can come back in and check on him in a second. Okay. Okay, babies, can y'all hear me tonight? I sure hope y'all can hear me, but I'm not sure. My name is Henrietta. Can y'all young people hear me? I got a report for you for your patient. Let me know if you can hear me on tonight. I'm ready to go home and I got to give you a report. Actually, 
Before I go home, I'm going to check out some folk in the ER. They like for Miss Henrietta to go to the ER. Now, let me know in the comments if you're ready for your report. I have your patient for tonight. Yes, and they may. They ready. Okay. Okay. I'm giving you your patient tonight. He is a 55-year-old male. He was admitted two days ago. The man came in vomiting. I seen the vomit myself. He is indeed vomiting. And he says sometimes he have a headache. Now, I know y'all got questions for me. You need to hold them until the end. You need to hold them. Hold your questions because you know Miss Henry should get confused. All right. Now, I noticed the vomiting more so after the man eat. He still is eating his regular meal. He on a two-gram sodium diet. Uh, what else can I tell you? Let me tell you a little bit about his history. Now, Miss Henry ain't been with the man long, but I read that he got a history of hypertension and he got some problems with his thyroid gland. You will see it. The thyroid gland is a little, it, it's a little, you know, it's a little off. Woo, child, let me tell you. what The man fell out on me today. That's what I wanted to tell. I forgot to tell the story. The man fell out. Oh, Miss Henry, let me read. Let me see. About 20 minutes ago, the man fell out. Say he was going to the bathroom, fell on me. Okay. I had to use the strength of the hawk. I tell you, I was the hawk in there. I lifted him up with one arm and Miss Henry got him in the bed. He all right now. He all right now. I got him back in the bed. I had to, whoo, I got him in the bed. The man is alert and oriented. I don't know why he fell out, just fell out on me. He was dead wrong for falling out on me like that. Anyway, the man is alert and oriented, and he is a 98% on the room air. On the room air, 98%. And I think that's all. Any questions for me? Any questions for me? Oh, no, y'all ain't got no questions tonight? Ain't nobody got no questions? The man is not injured. There was no injuries that I saw. I did a thorough skin assessment on the man. He got no skin breakdown. Okay. Uh, the man is, the thyroid gland is low. You need to know that the man does have hypothyroidism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The vital signs, uh, I didn't, I didn't listen. He just fell 20 minutes ago. I told y'all yesterday, nursing is 24 hours. I can't do it all. They wanted me to float in the ER. They wanted me to float in the ER. I actually got to go now. Listen, I didn't take his vital signs. The headache, he said the headache come and go. It come and go. It come and go. It come and go. It come and go. Now y'all know that remind me of Henrietta of a song she used to dance to all night long. I used to dance all night long, all night long. Mm-hmm. He is his, you asking me about his orientation status. The man is alert and oriented times full. You're going to talk to him tonight. The man waiting to talk to his next nurse. I told him I was leaving. About broke his heart. He really liked Miss Henrietta. Didn't want me to leave. Um, his cold status. That's very good. The man is a full cold. It's in the mall. Y'all got the same mall as me. 
Y'all got the same mall. I'm reading the information to you from the mall. Okay. Y'all got the, I can't do it. Y'all want Miss Henry to do your job for you. And I'm not going to do it. You want me to write an incident report, you say? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Not an incident report. You know I ain't, you know I don't do the computers. Okay. No, he's still, he's a, let me let you, listen, I can barely read my notes. What I'm going to do is I'm going to let you take a look at my own notes. Okay. All right. Let's look at them here. That's where all your questions will be. It's in the nursing notes. That's why we have them. Y'all not going to keep me up here all night asking me the same questions over and over again. I told you it's in the mall. Okay, uh, let's see. All right, guys. Uh, she, the nurse is done with uh, with Mr. Grant, and so let's uh, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer with him real quick. Uh, we already prayed, Mr. Mr. Grant. Is it okay if we uh, come in for a moment and just and just speak with you for a second? Sure. Uh, Mr. Grant, how you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well today. The Lord is good. I, I heard that you had a had a, a, a had an accident today. Uh, I just want to pray that you'll be all right and. I'll let you know that you're still in good hands. All right. Is that all right? Thank you so much. All right. Let's just say a word of prayer. Lord, I ask that you would be with Mr. Grant. Yes, Lord. You can't keep a good man down. No. He might fall down seven times, but he will rise back up. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for just watching over him. Be with the nurses as they administer care so that he can get better and get up out of this place and back home to his family. Yes, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, you're gonna be all right now. Thank Mr. you so Grant. much, sir. You're all right. Thank you so uh, much. Fact, I hope so. I sure hope so. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In fact, you know what? I, I see the Remar nurses. They want to come in and and talk with you and look you over and and make sure that you get the best of care. All right. Thank you so I'll much. See you in a second. All right. All right. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so we are about to meet our patient. I hope y'all got all y'all questions ready because we got to get into this. So let's talk to our patient. Let's talk to our patient and we can get some more information from him. Okay, all right. Hi, Mr. Grant. How are you today? I'm good, Nurse Regina. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So I'm gonna be your I'm gonna be your nurse. I'm working actually with the Remar nurses, so I'm just a preceptor. Um, uh, and so we have a couple of questions for you. We have a couple of questions for you. Uh, we got a report from your last nurse. She let us know that you really did enjoy her care. Um, and that you guys had a, had a very interesting shift, but we'll, she's leaving. Okay. She's leaving now. So now you have us. All right. Okay. Um, so our, our first question that we want to ask you is, um, actually how, 
How old are how old are you? I'm 37. Uh, I was born May 28, 1985. I told Nurse Henriette I was born in 1985, uh, but I think she she she, she asked me if I was an old man. She asked me if I was 55. Okay. No. Okay. So we just we we needed to clear that up. Definitely. All right. So you're 37 years old. Um, why did you come here? Why were you admitted? Uh, I can't keep anything down. I can't keep any food down. I really can't keep her down. Um, that's what concerned me because you know, I, as as an athlete, I like to I like to drink water, and you know, I have to eat a regular have a regular diet, but I just can't keep anything down now. Okay, so not even. Uh, but do you still have an appetite? It says that you're, you know, you're vomiting after meals. Are you still having an appetite? Well. I mean, I haven't been eating because I've been throwing up after every meal. So I just, I'd like to not do that. I, I got you. I got you. Okay. Um, another question that I have is, um, do you ha do you know if you have any past medical history? Um, if you have any issues medically? Uh, two weeks ago, my doctor told me that I had hypertension, which I really don't understand because, you know, I'm young. I'm not 500 pounds. So I don't understand how I would have uh, high blood pressure. Okay. Do you take medications at home? They gave me some, but I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't been taking them. I, if I feel like I'm, if I'm sitting down and I feel like I'm sweating or my heart is racing, then I may take one, but it's been, it's been a few days since I've taken that medication. I just don't believe it. Okay. Um, a question is, are you, do you have any history of um, diabetes at all that you would know, diabetes mellitus? In my family or in me? In you. No, not in me. Okay. Um, also, do you have issues with your thyroid gland? What's that? Okay. Um, so, yeah, so the thyroid gland, it's just a gland that sits in your throat. It, it produces hormones, helps you with your brain, your metabolism. Doctors ever say any ever say you have any issues with your thyroid um, no, gland? No, never. No, no one's ever said anything to me. Oh, okay. Okay. And um, okay, do you feel um, we 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 heard that you had an episode where you you know you fell, you got dizzy, and Nurse Henrietta had to put you in the bed, um, put you back <laughs> in the bed. Um, can you tell us <laughs> that about what happened there? <laughs> That old lady, I, I, I stood up, I got dizzy, uh, she was in the room. I, I had to put myself back there. I had to help her to her feet after, after I had fallen. Okay, okay. <laughs> so are you, are you dizzy right now? Do you, are you having any dizziness right now? I'm a little lightheaded. That's why I'm sitting down now. I'm a little lightheaded. Okay, you are left. What about any pain, any chest pain? Are you having any chest pain right now? No, but I got a couple old football injuries, and you know, I, between you and I, sometimes on the streets I get I I get a couple Percocets off of people. You guys got that here? You think maybe you can need some of that? Um, get, uh, are you having pain right now? Well, if I tell you that I'm having pain, can you give me some? Um, well, uh, it's it doesn't quite work like that um if you if you actually are having chest pain i would like to investigate that chest pain and i would like to maybe run some tests on you first um so uh, but are well, you having well, chest pain 
not, not if you have to run more tests. I don't, I don't want any more. I don't want to have to spend any more money on my insurance. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I was just curious. Okay. Okay. I got it. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to, um, I'm going to take a look at your medications and then we'll, we'll be back where we're really, you know, we're really um, going to take great care of you tonight, Mr. Grant. And we want to really resolve your issues and make sure when you go home that you don't have any issues with dizziness anymore or anything like that. Okay. All right. right. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you so much for um, just, you know, just being honest with us and and, and telling us how you feel. Okay. Thank you. Don't tell the doctor what I told you about the Percocet. Oh, all right, Mr. Grant, I will be back. All right. All right. All right. Welcome to Second Shift, guys. Welcome to Second Shift. We got a lot. We got a lot to do. All right. I know what time. I know what time it is. Some for some of y'all it's early in the morning. For some of y'all it's late at night. But we got a lot of work to do. Let's get into this. Mar, the first question that I have for you, I ain't gonna even hold y'all. I ain't even gonna hold y'all tonight. Mm. Okay. The first question that I have for you guys is based off of the medication list. Based off of the medication list that we have, what type of diagnosis, the same thing I asked yesterday, what type of diagnosis is this patient um, probably going to be more than likely to have? I need y'all to put him on the screen. Okay. Thinking about the report we got, what he just said, what type of diagnosis are we looking at for our patient, Mr. Grant, tonight? He got a lot going on. I mean, I'm looking, substance abuse possibly, but I don't know if he's here for substance abuse because he is actually, he's actually is vomiting. He actually is vomiting. Hmm. Um, he said he can't keep anything down. And would that be something that we would expect for just a, a, a drug, a drug withdrawal? Is that something? There's other things though that he has going on. A lot of people are saying addiction, dependency. I don't know if that's our main issue tonight though. There's some other things that may be going on with him. So if we're talking about possible diagnosis, you guys should be recognizing that the man does have hypertension, okay? The man is on, based off of his MAR, right? Based off of his MAR, the man is on a um, a thyroid hormone, right? He, he's on Levox, um Levothyroxine. Oh, levothyroxine. Why couldn't I say that? Yes. All right. So he's on that. Also, if I look at his glucose levels, his sugar is what? His sugar is high. His sugar is high. Yes. So hyperglycemia. And look at his vital signs. His vital signs are down. They're down. They're low. They're low. Okay. So these are his main issues. He could be a possible drug seeker, but honestly, I don't, I, I, I don't have anything on that right now, right? Right? I don't, I can't investigate it because there's other things wrong with his issues. So these are, this is the answer to the first question that you guys have. Okay, this is it. Now, let's look at, let's look at this next question, which I gave you. And I wanted you guys to be able to be very familiar with nursing notes, Mars, and also patient report. So this next question is very simple. I want you to put it on in your comments. The question is this, and you guys are doing a great job 
with these uh, nursing diagnosis, okay? If any, what medications are due in the evening? And I don't want you to think about what would you give, what would you not give? Just read the MAR and tell me what medications you would give in the evening. That's it. That's all I want you guys to do right now. Just read the MAR and tell me what medications you would give in the evening. Okay. Awesome, 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 awesome. Okay. Um, and that answer, let me write it here so you guys can see it. For the evening medication, that answer is, it is ferrosamide. Okay, we would give ferrosamide daily in the evening. Did everybody get that? And no, I know you're, you're, you're probably saying I wouldn't give it, I wouldn't give it, but I need you guys to be able to read the MAR and say what is due. That's the part of it, okay? All right. My next question for you guys is, my next question for you guys is, should the clonidine be administered? What do you guys think about this? Based off of the patient's, situation based off of his circumstances should the clonidine be administered would you give it would you not give it we're saying no i'm really concerned because the blood pressure of this patient is trending in what direction it's trending down can somebody please put in the comments what is clonidine for I did not give clonidine until I became a nurse. I never learned about clonidine in nursing school. So when you guys see ferrosamide, you probably are like, yeah, I know what ferrosamide is. We talk about ferrosamide a lot. But clonidine is, is not something that I studied or even knew about until I actually became a nurse. Clonidine is what kind of medication? Exactly. And when you get your patient assignment, you should absolutely look at the medications that they're on, even before you give report, because we could have asked, and you guys were asked in Miss Henrietta, does he have issues with his blood glucose level? Does he have issues with his thyroid levels? Because you looked at the MAR. So these are things that you're going to have to do as a nurse. When you get your patient assignment, when you see that patient's name, go pull up the medications that they're on immediately. This is how you get prepared. I talk about this in first shift. Y'all know how I, how I do. Okay. So clonidine is a blood pressure medication. Now, one thing about clonidine is that it will drop your blood pressure very low, but what happens when that clonidine wears off? You will have issues with rebound hypertension. So your blood pressure will bottom out and then it will spike back up. Okay. That's clonidine. Now, we also know that he's supposed to be getting um, the level thyroxine and then an omega-3 supplement as well. Yes, some of you guys know it does spike back up. So the answer for the question is, should the clonidine be administered? Should that clonidine be administered? The answer to that is no, we're not going to give that, okay? We're not going to give the clonidine. Next question and this is with you reading the MAR, this is with you reading the MAR, what medication is most dangerous to Mr. Grant, to Mark Grant? Look at 
look at his look at his issues okay look at this mark and this is i'm moving you through a case study right now and we're looking for the medication that is most dangerous to mr grant and i see you guys are putting answers on the screen one answer two answers but there is one that is more dangerous than the other that he has um that he has been given and this is part of us determining at night if we've been a safe nurse have you been able to identify the most dangerous medication to your patient? I love it. I love it. You guys are in. You're locked in. This is second shift. We are progressing through second shift. We're moving through it just like we would a nurse. These are questions that you would ask on a nursing unit. You guys are doing an amazing job. Okay. You might be shocked with this answer. You might be shocked with this answer. Okay. So I know you guys are seeing that he has an allergy to codeine. He doesn't have codeine. Um, he doesn't have codeine as part of the medications he's been given. That was yesterday. That was yesterday's patient. So for today, the most dangerous medication should be something that he's been scheduled to receive. That's how I want you to think about this, okay? We don't have an allergy concern right now. Um, he was asking for Percocets, but we don't have that right now. So what is the most dangerous medication to the patient? I'm going to tell you. I hope you got this right. I hope you got this right. The most dangerous to the patient is going to be the ferrosamide. Okay. The ferrosamide is more dangerous than the clonidine to me. And there is a reason why the ferrosamide is more dangerous to me. All right. When I'm looking at it, when I'm looking at it, why is the ferrosamide more dangerous? All right. Because his blood pressure is trending down already and there's no dose on this ferrosamide. So when we talk about the six rights, right patient, right dose, right time, you have a huge issue if you're looking at the ferrosamide because I don't know how much ferrosamide he has been given. Nobody has charted it here. People are just charting that they gave ferrosamide, but are they giving him 20? Are they giving him 40? Are they giving him 100? This is the most dangerous. Yes. Do you see that? You got you have you have to be able to recognize that. All right. That's why this is the most dangerous. This is next gen NCLEX. This is why you have to go beyond just question banks for preparation. Question banks teach you to memorize stuff, right? So nobody should just be studying with the question bank because that's just straight memorizing rationales, content reviews, lectures, simulations, the things that we do here help you apply your nursing school knowledge, okay? All right, so definitely, definitely the medication that is most dangerous, okay? <laughs> and, um, and, yep, and so also I do see some of you guys saying, but there's, there's another medication here that doesn't have a dose. Um, it's the omega-3 supplement, right? So, it's supposed to be given three times a week. Normally, what are we missing from three times a week? What should also what should also be there if we're saying give it three times a week? There's an issue. There's an issue that I see with this too. Okay, omega three supposed to be given three times a week, but I don't see what I don't see the dose, but I also don't see 
the days of the week. If it's given three times a week, am I supposed to give it? Yes, you got it. I saw you got it. You put it on the comments. The days, exactly. Is it Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Is it Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday? So we're missing things here, okay? This is our second shift. You guys should have picked up on that. You guys should have picked up on that as well. So every day that we do this, every day that you show up, you're learning more and more things that are important. All right, I gotta go move on. Okay, so Mr. Grant, this is question number four, guys. Mr. Grant reports dizziness after his last medication passed. He's also reporting dizziness now. What blood pressure would you expect at this time? What blood pressure? So when we look at the MAR, if you guys are looking at this, you see that Nurse Henrietta didn't take the blood pressure. But we do have a heart rate. We do have respirations. We do have a temperature. Those are good. And then his oxygenation status is, is good. But give me a number. Give me a number that you would expect based off of what we currently see here. Okay. Give me, give me a number. You guys are putting, most of you guys are just putting low, but can, I want you to actually give me a number. Okay. And tag your favorite nursing student. If your if your nursing study buddy is not here, they need to be here because nowhere else right now is this happening. All right. And even if people have to catch the replay, this simulation is so important that it can actually save somebody's life. You know what I'm talking about? Knowledge is the new gift that we can give to each other, particularly in nursing. Okay, I see some numbers on the screen. I see 80 over 50, 100 over 40. Yes, 70 over 40, 7 over 45. All right, here's my number. This is what we would be expecting his blood pressure to be. And this is good because we're, we're using our critical thinking because we don't actually have a number. But as nurses, we should be able to say, okay, based off of what I see here, based off of the medications, I see a trend. One of the new question types on the NGN NCLEX, next generation NCLEX, is trend items, okay? So what is our trend here? Our trend here is I'm expecting a blood pressure 70 over 50, 70 over 40, right? I'm expecting that number to be in the 70s, which is pretty low. The man said he was dizzy. I would not expect the systolic number to be over 80, under any circumstances. I would not expect it to be 90 or 100. So if you got that, all right, if you got an, if you got 100, all right, if you put 100 over something, then you're missing a step. You're missing a step here based off of the medications. You need to do a pharmacology review and you need to do probably a pharmacology uh, and just the systems, just the systems review. That's all. That's all. This is where anatomy and physiology comes into play with your blood pressure, blood pressure, pharmacology. That's what we're kind of focusing on right now today. All right. Okay. Good job. Good job. You guys that got it. Yes. Okay. I'm moving on. We're, we're, we are, we're moving on. Okay. All right. Here we go. Next question is this, which quick but minimally invasive cardiac exam should the nurse suggest to the doctor and why, okay? What quick but minimally invasive cardiac exam? So what's a minimally invasive cardiac exam? And then also tell me why, also tell me why. Shout out to the nurses. We got over 2,000 nurses again studying 
Ah, uh, you guys are making my day. Yes, exactly. I see the answers on the screen. Many of you are saying it. So many all over the country are saying, Regina, it is the EKG or the ECG. Yes, because we need to determine if his what, if his heart is having any issues. He said he has hypertension. Is the dizziness because his heart is um, having an arrhythmia? Is it beating irregularly? Is it low? We see his heart rate here is 60, okay? Now, this is my question. Typically, when the blood pressure drops, what does the heart rate do, okay? If I'm your preceptor and I'm with you, I'm pulling you to the side right now and I'm asking you this question. I'm asking you, hey, your patient's blood pressure is 70 over 40 right now. The heart rate though is still 60. Tell me why. What is, why isn't there a tachycardic response for your patient? Ah, this is, this is patient safety. This is critical thinking at its finest. All right, this is what you showed up for. This is why you stayed up. This is why you set the alarm. I'm asking you the tough questions tonight. There is a reason why your patients, there is a reason why your patient's blood pressure is going down, is bottoming out, but his heart rate is also staying low, which is not supposed to do. This to me tells me that the patient is doing even worse because his heart rate cannot respond. The reason why is absolutely, absolutely because he's taking what? He's taking the clonidine. He's taking the clonidine. And so what is that clonidine doing? It's suppressing his heart's ability to respond. It's keeping his heart's blood, blood pressure low and heart rate low. All right, this man needs to get off this clonidine because it is not doing him any good right now. You guys got it? All right, this is also the reason why we don't like diabetic patients taking what type of medications? I'm pulling you from this for a minute. What type of medications do we say we don't want diabetic patients taking? Okay, think about it. It's in quick facts. If you got it, we don't want our diabetic patients taking beta blockers. Yeah, this is why we don't like diabetic patients taking beta blockers because the same thing will happen, right? When their blood sugar drops and their heart rate needs to go up, mm, if they're on a beta blocker, that heart rate doesn't go up and their body can't compensate, okay? Did you identify that? That was one of my safety points for tonight when I asked you, are you a safe nurse? Did you know that clonidine is the reason why his heart rate is not moving? All right, next question. Which medications should the nurse anticipate the doctor to order? There are medications missing here that we need to have for our patient. What medications are those, guys? What medications is Mr. Grant in need of? Okay. Do you guys, I need you to, I need you to tell me what medications we are missing. Comments on the screen. Also, smash the like button, smash the share button. Do me a favor. Let's spread the word. Next Gen is coming up so soon. We want to make sure that all of our Remar nurses are not just memorizing question banks. 
are not just memorizing flashcards, but they're actually applying their nursing knowledge. Yep, pretty much you guys got it. Yep. Okay, so the medications that we're missing are, give me some IV fluids. Who put IV fluids in the comments? I want to see that. Um, insulin. I'm probably going to put the patient on insulin over a PO, like a metformin or something like that. Why am I going to give, that's a good question. Why would I give insulin over metformin? Why is insulin better than metformin right now for this patient? It's really simple. And this is, reason, this is the reason why in the hospital, most patients end up on insulin first. Okay. Yes, because it's going to work faster. It's going to work faster. So we're going to give the insulin. We need to give the patient potassium. Do we need to give potassium? Yes, we do need to give potassium. Some people put that in there. Um, vasopressin. Vasopressin is going to help with his blood pressure going up. Yeah, we need to do that. Come on in. You're not too late. You're not too late. We are in the middle of triaging and treating and assessing and evaluating. That's why I wanted RNs and PNs to be here tonight because you have to work together. Vasopressin and then anti-nausea anti medication. He has no anti-nausea medication, but the man is throwing up, right? So let's give him some uh, dosterone. Let's give him some promethazine, something that's gonna help his nausea. Okay, I think we did that. Y'all did that. I think I think you guys literally got every medication that I have on here. Not one was missing. Good job. Good job. Okay, you guys are getting better and stronger every day. Better and stronger every day. All right. Um, next question uh, was this. Let's see. Oh, so good. What laboratory values should be on this MAR that we don't have? And this is one of the questions that we need to definitely establish before our shift is up. And it's a laboratory value that I do not see that I really, really, really need to see. <laughs> I really, really need to see it because the patient couldn't give me a history. And I'm not really sure if Miss Henrietta knows what is going on. She told me the man was 55. It was a young man. And so I am needing to see the patient's TSH levels. Please give me the TSH levels and the T4 levels. I don't even, you know, I'm not even worried about the, um, just, just give me, give me TSH, give me T4. And then I'll be cool. I will be cool because then I will know, right? I'll know if I have a THS level, if I have a T4 level, I don't know if I'm supposed to be given this level thyroxine. I, I am not really sure at all. So just give me those basic ones. So my question were, was for you guys, the level thyroxine, it kind of acts like T4. So I am needing to know what is going on here. And remember, level thyroxine is important. Our thyroid hormone is important because it helps the bees, the bones, the brain, the basal metabolism, okay? Those are, those are the Bs of the thyroid hormone. And um, I asked this question, does anybody know the difference between TSH and T4? 
This is something that I want to stop and do a teaching point on because when you're working as a nurse and the doctor says, hey, based off of the thyroid panel, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I need you guys to be able to at least look at the TSH levels and the T4 levels. And remember, for next-gen NCLEX, you don't have to have the numbers memorized. They're going to give you the numbers of the normal values, but you do need to know, okay, if your patient's TSH level is high, does that mean they have hyperthyroidism or hypothyroidism? If the T4 level is low, what does that mean? Okay, so let me see the comments. One produces and the other controls. One produces and the other controls. I like that. Oh, I like that so much. Let me explain it. I did it. I did a graphic. Now, let me just tell you guys, I am not on the graphics team for Team Remar. They never, they never let me do graphics, but I snuck this one in because it's my progress. So here's my graphic. Okay, so the brain is constantly, look at the first, look at the first column, the first row, the first row. So the brain is constantly talking to the thyroid gland, like all day long, the brain is communicating with your thyroid gland. And it's like, hey, we are doing this. Hey, we need more of this. We need more of that. So essentially, if the brain is noticing that the thyroid gland is underproducing, it needs to shout at the thyroid gland and it needs to say, hey, come on, I need you to wake up. We need more thyroid hormone, right? So in, so the brain will shout at the thyroid gland by producing the thyroid stimulating hormone, right? It will send more of the thyroid stimulating hormone to the thyroid gland, okay? So the brain is producing the TSH. That's how it works. And then if the, if the thyroid hormone is really high in the blood, like the T4, if that's really high, then the brain will say, hey, take it down a notch, man. Thyroid gland, you're overproducing. We don't need that much. So the brain will produce less thyroid stimulating hormone. Okay, does that make sense? So yes, the thyroid stimulating hormone, I love the comments. You guys are helping me teach this thing. All right, the thyroid stimulating hormone, it does, it, it, it tells the, the, bi, the thyroid gland how much to do. Okay, all right. So then with THS and T4 and T3, what's going to happen is the thyroid gland is going to respond, like you said, it's going to respond to the thyroid stimulating hormone by making more T4, T3. So as, as the T4 increases, the thyroid stimulating hormone should go down, should go down, right? You guys see that? Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So this is, this is how, this is how I want you guys to think about that feedback system. It's, it is, it's a negative feedback system. So the more TSH you have, um, then usually the lower that you have T, T4. Okay. So I'm, I'm definitely looking for the TSH and the T4 on our, on our MAR for tonight. Whew. Next question is this. Are you guys with me? I want you to look at this and I want you to identify six concerns with this remar here. All right, what are six concerns that you have? And I mean, you could take it back from the very first report through all of the things, all of the things that we have identified. I want you to circle them. 
circle them, highlight them, all right? Circle them, highlight them, mark them up. This is what this is for, mark them up. Because when you take your NCLEX exam and you're looking at the nurse's notes and you're looking at the laboratory values, or if you're in V2 and you're looking at the nurse's notes, you're looking at the laboratory values, I need you to be able to immediately say, mm, 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 some things are not right. Some things are not right about this. Okay. And then we're going to get ready to, um, we're going to get ready to go into the V2 as well. Okay. So we have, we have our shifts coming. All right. You guys are doing well. We looked at our patient for tonight. Here are my concerns. Let me show you. These are mine. And I have, um, man, I have a lot. I have a lot of them. I have a lot of them. So the first one is no birth date. We were confused about the man's birth date. We also, we also had no gender for the man. Okay. That's an issue. That's an issue. No dose. Okay. We have no dose on the ferrosamide. Huge, 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 huge. Write these down so you can look at them later when you look at them later. Okay. Also, the glucose is elevated. That's a concern. We need to address it. He has no, no medications for an elevated glucose. He has no code status. Did I put that on there? I don't even buy it. That's another one. You guys just put it in the comments. No code status. Okay. Also, 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 what else? There was missed clonidine. So some person, a person didn't give clonidine. I don't know why. There's no notes there. Yes, inconsistencies with the medication administration. Absolutely. Let me go to the next one that I have. The clonidine was to be given twice daily. It was only given once. Thank God it was only given once, though. <laughs> um, and this is with the MAR. So even if even if Nurse Henrietta said something on the report, that's not good enough. It needs to be in writing. It absolutely needs to be in writing. So she did tell us that he was a full cold, but it's not in writing here. The blood pressure is trending down. Did you guys see that? Blood pressure is trending down. The potassium is low. There are no weekdays um, on the omega-3 and the level th thyroxine has no route in it. No route. Just, ah, don't you just love it? <clears throat> okay, next question is this. Mr. Grant's vomit is seen for the first time. Okay, here's an er, update. What do you guys think? It's black with a lumpy texture. What should the nurse expect a possible cause to be? All right, for my nursing students, if you're still in nursing school, this is something, um, this is something that you need to be able to be aware of. If you don't have quick facts for NCLEX, I'm absolutely telling you, you need to get this book. This is a book every nursing student should have. Quick facts for NCLEX. And I, I read the comment that somebody said that 70% of their NCLEX came from this book. This has a ton of fundamental stuff in here. So if you have black, lumpy, tarry vomit, emesis, put that back there like that, you absolutely should be thinking about this right here, GI bleeding, right? Hey, our patient is having some GI bleeding. 
This is this is an issue, all right? GI bleeding. So now we know what's causing Mr. Grant's vomiting. He has a GI bleed. Is that also causing his maybe dizziness, right? Is 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 he bottoming out because he's bleeding internally? Is he bottoming out because of the clonidine? We have a lot of work. Did you identify that? We have a ton of work. So this is what it's like to be a nurse. This is what y'all signed up for. We pause this. Okay, this is what y'all signed up for. This is second shift of nursing. So after processing our patient's MAR, and look how, look how long it took us to like process the MAR, now we have a medical emergency on our hands. He's, he's bleeding, right? And we haven't even seen our other patients. What can you imagine if we have four other patients? Whew, oh my goodness. All right. Okay, next question is, this is my question for tonight for you guys. Were you a safe nurse today? Okay, were you a safe nurse on today? And I want you to answer the questions based off of this. Did you identify the blood pressure was trending down? Okay. Did you identify hyperglycemia in the patient? Did you identify the missing birth date? These are the things. Did you identify that the clonidine was supposed to be given twice daily? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So again, my expectation, my expectation is that you are getting better than yesterday and that you are um, evaluating in real time, okay? Also, I'm asking you guys this, okay? So some people say yes, and you already knew. Yes, I identified the priority nursing concerns, but I'm willing to learn more. I'm willing to learn more. Were you better than yesterday? Are you willing to learn more tomorrow, right? Are you gonna show up tomorrow? How many people have been here two for two? How many people have done first shift and second shift? I don't know, a lot of people are just coming in on second shift, but. Some of you have been here for first shift and second shift. Who will be here for third shift, okay? Some people will say, no, I'm, I, I, I wasn't a safe nurse, okay? But I'm willing to learn more. That's your position. I need you to be here for that, okay? So I, I would ask, if, if you would do anything differently, what would you do, all right? My same things are this. Every night, print the workbook, set up an alarm, show up on time, apply yourself to the material. And this is it right here. Maybe you did horrible tonight. Maybe you didn't do well at all and you didn't know what the medications were. You didn't understand why his heart rate wasn't going up like it was supposed to. But now, but now you do, okay? So you are learning from your mistakes. That's what it's about. We're starting next gen. Next gen doesn't start till April 1st. But guess what? Here we are in December still preparing for it. I want you to make mistakes. You absolutely need to make mistakes. There are probably 10 other thousand people that need to be in this class tonight that didn't come, all right? So you're here, you did your part. Your part is to show up and just try, okay? You did your part, don't beat yourself up, okay? Don't beat yourself up about it. Um, and then also prepare for the next lesson. We have a next lesson. We have a next lesson on tomorrow's third shift. Now, what's about to happen now is we are going to um, 
What is about to happen now? Okay, we are going to. Is this right? Okay, so they yeah, that's right. Okay, so this is the next thing that we're gonna do. This is a live class, guys. I want to make sure I'm right. We will be giving away the $200 nightly cash app drop. Okay, and we will be giving that away to somebody who has followed us IG on Instagram. So it'll be Instagram winner. Okay. Also, if you don't know, we are still doing the seven days of Inclex special pricing right now. All right. And you can get into the virtual trainer, the V2, actually, I should say the V2, which we're about to do where you get the content review, the question bank, and the next gen offerings if you like what we're if you like what we're doing here. If you like what we're doing here. I want you guys to prepare your workbooks because we are going to get right into, we are going to get right into filling out our chest tube portions, our chest tube portions for tonight on your workbook. I want you to finish up that workbook tonight. And so if you haven't studied anything from the V2 or if you've never done a content review, this is what we're about to do. This is how you have a content review. All right, this is what it looks like. So we're going to go into the V2 and we are going to do our content review right now. Get your workbooks out and let's go. Welcome to your chest tubes overview. You know, chest tubes are seen no matter where you will work in nursing, from surgical to geriatrics to ICU. Let's talk about what a chest tube is. A chest tube is a one-way drain that allows fluid or air to escape the pleural space. Remember, normal breathing works on negative pressure. And negative pressure if I try to explain it, it's the idea that when humans inhale, it's a result of the diaphragm contracting and moving down while the rib muscles move out. So all of these things cause the lungs to expand. The pressure inside the lungs drop, which allows the air to come in. And that's why we call it negative pressure. Um, it's just the way the humans suck air in. Chest tubes are needed whenever the negative pressure in the pleural space is disrupted. Now, let's get into an emergency that would require a chest tube. What I want to look at is the tension pneumothorax. And you may have learned this in nursing school but we're gonna review it here. The tension pneumothorax is when air is in between the lung and chest wall. This may be caused by a trauma, a surgery, sometimes a fall. Anyways, what happens is there is outside air inside of the pleural space. And that air is coming in, but it's not able to get out. So for NCLEX, you do have to understand the tension pneumothorax, but also you have to be able to identify when a client is experiencing a tension pneumothorax. So let's go over this chart here. These are the classic signs of a tension pneumothorax. 
trachea deviation. If you look at the x-ray on your page, you will see that this client has tracheal deviation. So write yes across from the box. It's a classic sign for you to know if a tension pneumothorax is present. Now, the blood pressure of this client, just looking at the x-ray, you tell me, would we expect the blood pressure to be up or down? We're gonna expect this blood pressure to be down. The patient will be in shock. So because the blood pressure is down, what will the heart rate do? The heart rate will go up, yes, to compensate. Now, lung expansion, it will be unequal, but on the affected side, do you think the lung expansion is going to be up or down? It's gonna be down. The lung expansion is absolutely going to be decreased. What about oxygenation for this patient? Will they have a healthy oxygenation? Will it be up or will it be down? It's going to be down, yes, again. Now, the jugular veins, will they be distended or will they be decreased? What do you think? <laughs> they're gonna be up, yes. They're going to be distended jugular veins with the tension pneumothorax. So, how do we treat this? How do we treat the tension pneumothorax because it is a medical emergency. The client needs treatment right away. The treatment of the tension pneumothorax is a needle decompression. Yes, a needle decompression into the second intercostal space. So now that you have that emergency out of the way, what typically happens is after the needle decompression, air will come out of the patient, maybe sometimes even fluid will come out of the patient after the needle decompression, but we cannot continue to do needle decompressions every several hours. We need something else to continue to draw the air and the fluid out of the client. And what that treatment is, is a chest tube. So you have to understand how the three chambers of the chest tube system work together. So we're gonna move into our chest tube setup lecture right now. We're gonna look at the three chambers. We have a collection chamber, a water seal chamber, and then the suction control chamber. Let's look at how to manage the collection chamber. The purpose of the collection chamber is to collect fluid, is to collect the fluid or the blood that comes out. Now, we want to notify the doctor if the drainage is two things, okay? First, we wanna notify the doctor if the drainage is bright red because bright red blood is new blood, it's fresh blood. It indicates that the client is actively bleeding. We also wanna notify the doctor if the blood or the drainage is greater than 100 milliliters per hour. What's the issue with a greater than 100 milliliters per hour blood or fluid return? It means that your patient, again, is bleeding out. So these are two things that nurses want to look out for. Now remember, the collection chamber is a way for us to monitor how much fluid is coming out of our client. So we never would want to empty it or dump it out. Let's move on to the next chamber, which is the water seal chamber. The water seal chamber is called the water seal chamber because it actually has water in it that you will be able to visibly see, about two centimeters of water. Now, the purpose is to allow air to exit 
from the pleural space during exhalation and prevent air to enter the pleural space during inhalation. So the question always in the water, should you see bubbling? Should you not see bubbling? Some resources will call it titling. Should you see titling? Should you not see titling? So continuous bubbling or titling is a bad sign. It means that there is an air leak. You do not want to see that. What you want to see is intermittent titling. That's a good sign. That means the water so chamber is working effectively. Now let's look at the suction control chamber. The suction chamber determines how much suction is being applied to your patient. Now it's the doctor or the healthcare provider that orders that. We as nurses, we cannot alter it. We cannot change it. But the suction control chamber also has water in it. So the question is, should there be bubbling or titling? Should there not be bubbling or titling? For the suction control chamber, it's just the opposite. Continuous bubbling is a great sign. It shows that the suction is on and it's working. Intermittent bubbling is a bad sign. It means that the suction is not working properly. So let's look at the care of a client with the chest tube. Number one, we need to assess the client for respiratory distress, breath sounds, and stable vital signs. The chest tube should be above or below the chest level. What do you think? The chest tube should be placed below the chest level. Yes. Number three, do not milk or strip a chest tube without a doctor's order. Four, daily chest x-rays are needed to check for fluid removal. Five, Clients will have an occlusive dressing at the insertion site. Six, never clamp a chest tube without a doctor's order. Now, here are some common NCLEX troubleshooting scenarios that you will be placed in. Let's talk about what you are going to do. So number one, if we notice that the water seal is broken, if we see that continuous bubbling, we're going to recreate a new water seal. The way we do that is we place, this is A, I want you to write this down, place the distal end of the tube in two centimeters of sterile water. That's it. And then the second scenario, if the client accidentally pulls his chest tube out, of course we're going to stay calm as the nurse. We're gonna A, use a gloved hand, B, cover the opening with an occlusive dressing, and then C, tape the dressing on three sides only, not four, just three, so that we can allow air to escape, and that will prevent attention pneumothorax. Now, let me just go back and say something. When I'm saying an occlusive dressing, what's the difference between a regular sterile dressing and an occlusive dressing. What do you guys think? Well, the occlusive dressing blocks air from coming through the fibers. So an occlusive dressing will typically have petroleum jelly 
all over it. So when you open it up um, from the packaging, it will be all sticky because the dressing will actually be covered front and back with petroleum jelly. And that's what makes it occlusive. The third scenario that we have here is that the, the client complains of pain and they won't comply with any of the doctor's orders. If they're in pain and they won't walk, they won't do their incentive spirometry, what do we do? We medicate the client and then have them to cough and deep breathe, all right? So A, you medicate the client and then you have to teach them to cough and deep breathe to prevent atelectasis. Now, in a perfect NCLEX world, you will have at the bedside of a client with a chest tube, these three things always, always. Number one, you will have that occlusive dressing ready to go. Two, you will have sterile water. And three, you will have a chest tube clamp. So let's do some more critical thinking to just test what we've learned. And I want you to attempt to do these questions by yourself and then come back with me to go over them. Number one, what kind of lung sounds would the nurse expect to hear with a client who needs a chest tube? And this is a select all that apply. The options are number one, wheezes, two, crackles, three, strider, four, diminished, or five, plural friction rub. The correct answers are number two, crackles, which indicates an excessive amount of fluid with a chest tube would help. Four is diminished, and diminished lung sounds usually indicate that air or fluid is in or around the lungs. So chest tubes would also help this condition. Now, the wheezing, the strider, and the pleural friction rub are caused by things that a chest tube is not gonna correct. So let's go on to the next question. When caring for a client with a chest tube, what should the nurse do to evaluate the effectiveness of the chest tube? Choices are number one, empty the chest tube drainage every shift. Two, mark the chest tube drainage every shift. Three, clamp the chest tube when transferring the client. Four, add water to the water chamber when she notices it is low. The correct answer, mark that chest tube drainage after every shift. Three, what should be done once the fluid in the water seal chamber no longer fluctuates with inspiration or expiration? What's happening? Now, you don't see any movement in the water seal chamber. Normally, it's either continuously bubbling or intermittently bubbling, but now there is no movement. What we need to do is assess the client, assess the chest tube, but assess the client because possibly the chest tube can be removed. If there's no more air exchange, then maybe there's no more air in that pleural space. The chest tube can be removed. Number four, after a client has his chest tube removed by the healthcare provider, which dressing should the nurse have ready to place over the incision site? So we're looking for a what here? An occlusive dressing, and it is going to be the Xeriform petroleum dressing should be at that insertion site. Before I close out this lecture, I want to just quickly look at ventilator alarms 
and the two that you need to know for your NCLEX exam. Now, there are two alarms that you need to know, and that is the high pressure alarm sound and the low pressure alarm sound when a client is on a ventilator. So let's start with the high pressure alarm sound. This goes off when there is a high amount of pressure required to get oxygen to your patient. So normally the ventilator has to put out more pressure if there is some sort of blockage. Uh, maybe the patient has mucus that needs to be suctioned or the patient is actually biting on the tubing. Those things will make the high pressure alarm sound. Now the low pressure alarm will sound when the pressure is just too low and the air is flowing freely. This is usually caused by a disconnection or an air leak. So be mindful of these two types of alarms. Now here is my Remar tip about ventilator alarms. If you don't know what to do, then disconnect your patient and manually resuscitate them with an AMBU bag. So if the alarm is going off, the nurse is unable to figure it out, you need to assume your patient is not breathing during this time. Just disconnect them from the ventilator and manually resuscitate them, all right? So now you guys are ready to cover these types of questions for your NCLEX exam. One more thing, a really awesome student has sent me this help that I wanna share with you guys. It is the acronym HOLD, H-O-L-D. And this stands for high alarm obstruction, low alarm disconnection. I really love when you guys reach out to me in order to make this NCLEX review amazing. All right, you are ready to continue on to the next subject. All right, so you have your chest tubes lecture workbook filled out, and I hope you see the difference in, I hope you see the difference in what a content review looks like after you filled out your workbook. So this is the whole idea of seven days of NCLEX. You guys show up, you give it 100%, you do content, and then you do your questions, and then you, you're prepared for your NCLEX exam. So Yes, 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 yes. We do have a couple things, you guys, that we want to show you really quickly. Um, we do have our, our winner. We do have our winner. For we the do Instagram have our winner. winner. We said that every night with the Seven Days of NCLEX, we're giving away $200 cash app drop yep. straight to a Remar Nurse. That is a part of the Remar Nurse family by showing uh, support, by liking and following, subscribing across so YouTube, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, uh, uh, and TikTok. And so we have our winner. Who our who is our winner? Oh, let's see. see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Have you guys follow Regina on Instagram? I think they. I think yeah, they mostly have people are following me on Instagram and TikTok. And shout out to the people that were saying I'm in V2 already. I'm waiting. Some people were like, I'm waiting for the broadcast to start by studying in the V2. So all right. Really so cool. our winner for tonight is. And remember, if you don't win tonight, tomorrow we're doing it all over again. So like on and follow on all across social media. Remar Nurse, our winner is three, two, ready, bow. Nurse Flay Day. Flay Day, am I saying that right? I think so. Now I'm going to say it like that. I think that. so. I think so. She is our winner. She has followed 
uh, Regina, uh, uh, a Remar nurse on Instagram. Let me know if you're here. I believe she is. I believe she is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she was watching. I know she was watching earlier tonight, uh, and she had her workbook and everything. And so congratulations. You are the winner. Uh, we will be in touch with you yeah. uh, so that we can get your cash app information, verify your ID so you are who you are and get that to you. Absolutely. Congratulations. Tonight we will pick uh tonight we picked our winner and somebody said how do I how do I sign up to enter to win $200? It's really simple. You just got to follow us across the social media channels, Remar on TikTok, Remar on Instagram, Remar on YouTube, subscribe to this channel right here or Remar on Facebook and we we're picking winners. And we're picking winners that are watching, that are involved, that are, have their workbook. So that's, that's that's you guys right now. That's you guys right now. Absolutely. So we want to thank you guys for being a part of the seven days of NCLEX Yay. event shift number, two. shift number two. And so what we want to do right now is let you know that last night we had uh, an amazing class. And after the review, everybody went to remarnurse.com and more than 300 uh, Remar nurses, 300 nurses got into the NCLEX V2. Oh goodness, that's amazing. Got into the NCLEX V2. And so this is Regina's premier uh, system for giving you and delivering NCLEX content. Have you guys gotten your V2s? Wow. At a high level. At a high level. And so it has all of your uh, all of your content. It has your lectures, right? Yes. So you can watch your, your lectures to make sure that you know what the information that you need to know. You can download your study calendar. You can download your workbook, right? And so to get into that NCLEX V2 and become one of the next Remarners testimonials. Because we want you to pass NCLEX. And so not only does it have a full uh, a full uh, lecture section, we have all of your videos and have access to that. But in addition to that, you have a full question bank resource Ooh. as well. And the question bank is no joke. I'm, I'm telling you guys, it is a challenge. I was in the question bank earlier today and I was like, oh, my goodness. Woo. Mm, 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 mm. So with the question bank, you're able to create your own uh, exams. There's different uh, levels of difficulty from easy, medium, and hard. Has all of your subjects. There's a test mode. There's a, a tutor mode. And all you have to do is create the name of your exam. So pass NCLEX now. All right. This is for our now group. And you put it in tutor mode. And you select your subjects. Let's go to, in fact, let's, yeah, all right, there we go, medium. And then you can just go ahead and create a test so that you can see exactly how you will perform on NCLEX. You can uh, have the number of questions that you want to have, mm -hmm. the number of uh, quantity there, and you can have it timed and untimed as well. Yep. So if Mark is in the V2, I know you guys can do it. <laughs> if Mark is doing it, then I know you can do it. Now what, so for the for the nurses that said they have to pass NCLEX now, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it seemed like it was about half and half. Yeah, a lot what, of people. What taking. would you say? Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, the NCLEX bank is truly a challenge yes, that you need, you right? So what would you say, Regina, to the students that need to pass NCLEX now? They say, like, I'm testing. I want to pass uh, this current NCLEX. Yeah. I don't want to take the next gen. Yeah. So what would you recommend? What would you say to them? I would say get the V2 because with the next gen, that's something that is optional inside of the V2. So just because you have V2, that doesn't mean that you cannot focus on the content in there, those lectures, download your workbook. Also do your clinical subject exams, the, the, the question bank as well. You can have the question bank in the V2 and you don't have to do next gen, but that content, the things that we talked about tonight, 
that's in the V2 lectures and you still need those. Um, so I would say focus on that, focus on that and do what you need to do. If you're showing up here and you're looking for NCLEX material and you know you're not quite prepared, I challenge you to get into the V2 to, to take that next step. Absolutely. No. Yeah. So the test is changing in April, April 1st, 2023. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, everybody's like, you know, what do I do? What can I do? I prepare. Mm -hmm. Like, is it an, is there enough time for people that want to take the current exam? Is there enough time to effectively prepare for NCLEX and test? Like, when would they have to start if they want to, to do that? Yeah. So right now, if you guys are looking to pass your NCLEX exam and do so as quickly as possible, inside of the V2, there is a study calendar. Show them the calendar. Inside of the V2, there is a four-week study calendar. So those of you that are saying, I'm testing in February, I'm testing in January, you can get inside of the V2 and also you can start immediately with your first study session because that downloadable workbook is there waiting for you. All right. And so, so the way the calendar is broken up to, you said study sessions. Yeah. And so it looks like there, it says that there's about 20 study sessions altogether. And if they do five of those every, uh, every week for four weeks, they can finish all 20 of their content lessons and also have time to get into the question bank as well. Right. Absolutely. You can do your content and your questions in four weeks. And that is why Right now, I'm encouraging you guys take advantage of the sale that we have going on for V2. A lot of people are asking, how can I get it? Where, how much is it? What if I already have quick facts? So right now, during seven days of NCLEX, and this is the second shift, we are doing the $89 special promotion for the V2 plus quick facts, plus three months access, oh, wow. plus the question bank. All right. And that is just until supplies last. So once that quick facts runs out we are going to be uh no longer <laughs> able to wow. promote this price somebody do me a favor and put the website uh in the comments remarnurse.com put the website oh, in the comments that. so that mm -hmm. everybody can know you know where to go where to get their uh where to get their v2 uh from so they can sign up now listen help uh, people out help people out you have a couple of options when you're signing up for your uh for the v2 right uh -huh. if you already have the quick facts book as regina said the price is going to be even lower you're only going to pay is. like 69 dollars uh -huh. uh, for your three month access right now but listen that introductory rate is going away so you want to make sure that you get it during this event so that you okay. can get started now listen i saw somebody that's, uh, that signed up last night they must be in nursing school right now because they actually delayed their start oh they oh okay yeah, yeah. They, they delayed their start all the way until i think it was um like march 27th Okay. Well, then they have some. Yeah, you can do that in the V in the V two. You're able to purchase it now for the sale price, and then if you don't want to start it right away, that's okay. You can just delay that start date up to ninety days out. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. And so if they if they're starting in March with their with their actual studying, right? That means they get the discount now, mm -hmm. and then they'll still have another three months of access from that time. Exactly. So, like, she's not starting till March, but when she starts in March, she'll have. March, April, May, and then so that's probably what she's thinking. And I would say too, if you're in nursing school, V2 is going to be helpful for those exit exams. Mm. If you have to take an ATI exit exam or a HESI exit exam, a lot of my practical nurses sometimes struggle with those exit exams. But I bet if you do the V2, you won't have any problems with them. All right. So do what you need to do in order to be prepared. This is this is your opportunity. I would say definitely. One of the reasons why we created V2 was so that you can take ownership of your NCLEX process. 
So V2 gives you the technology. I was actually thinking about should we patent V2 because this technology is kind of it's special. It is special. It's special. It's special. Uh, I mean, it, it's a working. It's it's a special thing for the Remar nurses to give them hands on uh, the power to pass NCLEX, the power to get into the content, yeah, the power technology. to bring clinicals into the classroom. I think that's very very special. So yeah, some, we got to do something. But listen, what and what I know is that um, a lot of people are asking. Uh, we have nurses that are you know new to the remarners family maybe they've seen you for about a week maybe they've seen you mm -hmm. on tiktok yeah they've seen a funny video and they're not they're like oh i didn't know you do content too yeah. right um and so they have a lot of different options out there right uh so there's you know there's hearst and there's uh mk and there's kaplan and uh and and U world and things like that mm -hmm. um how is the v2 um what makes it different than U world or what makes it uh, a good option for a nurse as opposed to U world or, or something how do you compare that so what I would say is that when you are preparing for NCLEX, you got to think about what is going to help you learn efficiently, effectively, and successfully. And so that's why I focus on content here at Remar. You guys know it is so important for you to sit down like you're in school, like you're in a classroom, take out a pen and paper and write notes to get the information that I'm giving you. And I'm not going to give you way too much information. I'm going to give you just what you need in order to be confident, all right, and confident at the same time. So Remar focuses on content, and we do have a question bank now, too, that is going to help you apply the information, all, all right? right? So, I mean, just And quick facts. Nobody else in the planet, nobody else on the planet has quick facts for NCLEX. That book by itself is unique. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Quick Fast is an amazing resource. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I'm, let me just go to you real, real quick and see what's going on over you, there. You going shopping? I'm going to go. Listen, I'm going to go shop around because, like, I'm a value shopper. Mark you know, is. I'm Mark, a value. Is, Mark is looking for the value. He's looking yeah. for the deals. That's I want to so compare, like, apples to apples. I, okay. So let, let me let me go over here. Let me go over here to you real quick. You I are see. literally going to. I, I want to okay. see. I want to see what's happening. Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. So I see there. There's questions. There's images. Um, there's some scoring. There's rationale. Oh, right. Um, past first time. Now, so what's the difference though between, I guess, the question bank mm -hmm. and 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 the con and the content? What like what's the what's the difference between a question bank and content? well, it's there. Like literally, I mean, if you're looking at a question bank, all you're getting is questions. Okay. And you're getting this questions yeah, 2, and 2, okay, questions. you get 2000 questions. Okay. You know how long? I mean, okay, fine. You get 2000 questions and wait, you guys did questions tonight, right? We did questions tonight. How many questions did you do tonight? We did, um, we did about eight questions. We did about eight questions tonight. Eight questions. Yeah, we did eight questions. And that, how long did that take? It took us like an hour to do, oh, wow. but we did them the right way. There is a way that you need to be doing questions. And so when you are actually doing questions and you're and you're thinking about the content and you are working it in a framework, it takes you a while to do them. It, it takes you a while to do them. Now, if you want to just do 2000 questions and say you did 2000 questions, that's great. But I bet you, I bet you, you won't remember a lot of those things. I bet you, you won't remember a lot of those things. Um, and then also, you're going to pay a big price for okay. 2000 questions. For okay, hold on, let me see. All right, so 2000 questions. It's expensive. Yeah. Like that's really expensive. And so if you are in, investing that much money into something, 
you want to make sure that it's going to work for you. So wait, this is this is only the questions then, right? Like, yeah. Just okay. Okay. Just the questions. Yeah, that's Got just it. questions. That's what you wrote is. You wrote is a question bank. Okay. Got so it. Got it. Okay. And so this uh, um I've heard of uh what is this? Kaplan? Yeah, Kaplan's super popular. Kaplan sure. is a super popular business. Um Now look, now they have classes focused on content. Okay. Classes focus on content. That's great because I know Kaplan used to be big on their strategies. Yeah. And then yeah. their decision trees. How many people know? Um, how many know the Kaplan decision tree? Uh, they still have it down here. Okay, so they have uh, yeah. a decision tree. But it used Perfect. to be at the top though. Um, okay. And so they have they have content uh, at Kaplan, they say. Mm -hmm. And uh let's see, let's enroll real quick. Yeah. What we got. Somebody um, said we did a few from the BT as well. Yes, we did. We did eight questions strong. And guess what? <laughs> Those eight questions that we needed to spend some time on it. Period. All right. Okay, but this okay, is the investment that, that, that this is the investment that you know you have to be saying, Am I am I am I going to be whoo? Am I going to be sacrificing? Hold on, wait, hold on, what? That can't be right. That says four four twenty five. Yeah. Four twenty five. Four hundred dollars. Yeah. Four hundred twenty five dollars. That's okay. okay. All right. So are I you mean, guys surprised at that? Like um, the pricing. That's how much Inclex reviews cost typically. Wow. They're and hundreds of dollars. I'm gonna be honest with you though. Yeah. Like so, Kaplan at, at four twenty five, you get uh, you know, you get uh, some content, you get some questions. Mm -hmm. Uh, you world, I think, for their uh, their ninety day plan was like two two nineteen. And then if you're taking next gen, it was 249. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, the thing about it is actually I think it's worth it. Okay, yeah. Like if it's if it's gonna help you pass, yep, right, um, and get your nursing license, I, I really kind of think it's worth it, you know. Um, you. but you wanna have but you wrote you only had the questions, you didn't have any content. Yeah. And then Kaplan, I think they had content, but then they had like a 500 page book um that, that they give you as well. Okay. And so, like, how long, how big is the workbook that you do? My workbook is reasonable. Um, if you think about it, I think it's what, like 70 pages, 90 pages. Somewhere around 90 pages. I think pages. it's like somewhere around 90 pages. Yeah. 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 Um, but it, it, the, the whole idea, though, is that your nursing license, once you get it, that investment will pay for itself. And so, you guys, now you have to be thinking about, okay, how much am I willing to invest and what's going to work for me? I want you guys to see the difference when you come to Remar. I want you to see the difference of how I teach. I want you to see uh, the difference of how you can find me. You guys know every Monday where I am, you know, if you're looking at a question, you know where it comes from. And so that transparency is so important when you're building trust. I don't know about, you know, I don't know about the details. Like, I don't know who the owner of Kaplan is. I don't, I don't know how you would talk to that person if that person is, a nurse. I don't know the owner of U World. I don't know if they're nurse. I don't know. You know what I mean? And so that's important to me because I I want to be able to be able to have a relationship with the person that I'm studying with. That's just me though. I don't know. That's just me. And I'll tell you this from a you know from an insider kind of perspective. Mm -hmm. From an insider kind of perspective, I've been in the game for a long time, and I know that. When people see nursing students preparing for NCLEX, they understand that it is a it's an easy way to make money, right? And so you have now 
people that are coming in to NCLEX prep recently, they're not even nurses. They're just like doctors and they want to, and they want to tap into the nursing money because they know that nursing students are trusting. Especially if you can just put together some questions. It's exactly, like, exactly. Not teaching content. It's easy to do. Yeah, you can get yeah. a robot to do it now, guys. So that's why there's so many um, issues with scamming, scammers, people being. And so I want you guys to be so, so careful of who you go with, because trust me, these faces that are popping up doing NCLEX reviews, I've seen them. I've talked to them. Some people even remember people, they even come to me and say, Regina, we know we're not nurses but we want to get in front of nurses. Can you promote our products? Can you be the face of our company? And I, and I have to tell them, yeah, it ain't going to work out. It's not going to work out. So, um, and, and I see these people now they have good, they have good businesses and they've gotten in front of you guys. So definitely, I would definitely say, Ooh, mm, be careful. Okay. Be careful. Cause a lot of these new NCLEX reviewers are using uh faces of nurses but they're not they're not nurses they're not interested in the nursing community they want y'all money though all right so you got to be careful you got i'm telling y'all be careful yeah and so you know remar of course we are a business but we're also faith-based as well uh and so we have uh, a different mission if you will um our goal we really want to get uh, uh easy access for you to have your nursing license Absolutely. we're looking for the students that have been struggling with this exam Right. So if you're if you're in school right now, you might not know how difficult uh, passing NCLEX can be. Um, and, and, and so we want to make sure that you understand that there's more to the process mm -hmm. than just answering some questions. At the end of the day, we want to make sure that you uh, that you have the skill set to become a Remar nurse. Right. Exactly. So Remar nurse is a higher standard of, uh, of education, a higher standard of responsibility. Yeah. We want you to be in a position so that you can not only be a blessing to your own family, but to it's your clients, to the hospital yes. and everybody that you can come in contact with. Yeah. Yep. So I love, people are asking me now about um, different NCLEX reviews. I would just say, look at the investment um, of the uh, of of who are your who you're giving, who you're spending your time with, who you're spending your money with and make sure that whoever you choose is putting that same investment back into our nursing community. We are doing this because we understand that there's a nursing shortage. We want to get more people into nursing. We want to invest in our community. So whatever you guys give us, we put it back into our community. So what does that look like? That looks like you and you seeing me and Mark twice a week, three times a week. We're coming to make sure, hey, not only did you just buy the product, do you understand it? Are you going through the information? You know, how can we support you? And so I think other, other um, institutions, they don't have to do that. They don't have to do that for you guys. They just take the money and you don't see them, right? And you don't you don't have that same accountability for them. So hopefully everything that we do here, um, and of course the spiritual things, that's very important for to sure. us too. For sure. Um, so. And it's just a natural flow. Like we want to take the best of what we have and give it to you, right? That's so there, it. There's, there's no that's secret it. sauce to it. It's <laughs> just we're taking our best and making sure that you have the best. It's a ministry. It's a ministry. Nursing, nursing is a ministry nursing students education is a ministry as well you guys um you guys are you know you're a part of our family our kids know you our kids we talk we love about the Remar nurses <laughs> so listen yes. guys we saw the price for kaplan for you world and everything that is being offered and like regina says there's many options out there, there but you want to choose and select the one that's worth that, that is uh, that is best for you and where you want to invest your time and your resources with and so yeah. we are investing in you um, with the hopes that you will see that you have the possibility 
you are able to you pass can do it. You can you do can, it. You, you will, will, and you must, must pass NCLEX. You have to do it. You have to do it. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your dreams. Get there. Get there, guys. And so tonight, second shift was handled. Whew, we made it. Tomorrow, third shift is coming up, and you don't want to miss it. So I want you guys to be three for three on your shifts. So your assignment will be tomorrow, guys. We'll see you then. All right. All right, guys. Take care. Hello, everyone. My name is um, Regina Swaby, and I am a proud Remo nurse. I was actually meant to do this video a while back now, but a lot of things happened. I procrastinated, and now I'm here. I actually took and passed my exam on June 18th, um, 2021. So it's been gone a year now. Um, I actually came up on the Rima review one day when I was just randomly scrolling on YouTube and I thought, hmm, Regina Callen, my namesake. So I decided to like look into what she offered and what really got me was the fact that she and her husband, um, they included prior and I'm really big on prior. So that was one of the things that grabbed me. Um, I am a registered nurse. I practice, I, I actually became a registered nurse back in 2015 in Jamaica. And then I migrated to the United Kingdom in 2019. But I took my NCLEX in 2017 and in 2018, but I was not successful. So I actually went ahead and I bought the quick facts from Amazon. So. If you notice, I actually have two quick facts because I had gotten it when it was on Amazon. I quickly bought it. And then after just reading it, I was like, okay, this is what's going to make me pass. So I decided I was going to get the, the whole package, but I could not get the package without the quick facts. So I was like, double trouble. I got the entire package and access to her online program at that time. And that is what I used to pass my exam. I cannot tell you enough. Do not, do not, do not think twice. Regina ensures you get what you need. And I said need for the exam. It is not overwhelming. She also has a question bank and I can tell you from my experience that the question bank that she has is very much close to the actual exam. My whole exam day stood out so much to me because I finished my exam with 78 questions in like 37 to 38 minutes. When I got there, it was 8 a.m. in the morning on June 18th. I was given locker number 28 and I was made to sit at computer number eight. My computer shut off at 78 questions. And if there's anybody watching from Jamaica, you knew what was going on in my mind. I wouldn't sit by me no. You understand? I was the first one out the exam room. When I got, I, I think, yeah, it was a Friday. So, you know, usually they're like, okay, you don't get your results on the weekend. My exam 
results was already Saturday morning. I found out that I passed NCLEX using Remar. The very first question that I got, I knew. The very the first five questions I got, I knew. It's I can sit here and say to you that on that on that test, I was only unsure about three or four questions. I knew almost everything I got. The answer I chose, I was almost certain they were correct. So I know now it's a bit late for this, but rest assured that whatever is on the new test paper now, and I, you know, um, obviously not paper, but we know what we mean. You know, she will be able to produce what you need. They can change the exam however they want, whenever they want. But Regina will be able to guide you to seeing that pass. When you pull up your quick results, you will see that I'm not paid for this. This is over a year ago that I've I've taken my exam and I've passed, and it's been on my mind that I need to do my my um testimonial i need to say thank you to regina and i need to say thank you to mark and it doesn't matter how late it is i am still sending my video do not question yourself i cannot repeat enough do not question yourself get your remar review if you want to pass thank you regina thank you mark i really appreciate you Hi guys, I just wanted to let y'all know that I passed the NCLEX. I was a multiple, multiple test taker. Um, I'm not proud of that, but um, I did it. I passed and I am here to thank God for being there with me, helping me along the way and giving me the opportunity to take the test again to pass and to thank Mark and Regina. I know people are very skeptical about different things that they see to buy and to learn with, but I am here to tell you, Mark and Regina, they are awesome. If it wasn't for Regina and Mark, I do not think I would have passed this test this time. I love their quick facts. It is my Bible. I can tell you this book is worn out from flipping the pages so much. I take it to work. I take it in the car. If I'm sitting at a red light, I was reading this book. Memorize everything in this book. I'm telling you, if you do this, you are going to pass. And don't forget, get the VT. The um, the VT. It is, I can't tell you how important it is to get that. To listen to Regina, go over all the videos with her just listen to it and listen to it and listen to it. I listen to her in my car. I listen to her every night before going to bed. I followed the six-week training for this. These two books, I'm telling you, you cannot pass without these two books. I want to thank Regina and Mark. Thank you for all your Monday motivations. I know there was a lot of times because I worked full-time and trying to study for the NCLEX. And there's a lot of times that I could not get on when y'all went live, but I went back and watched every one of your videos 
and I met some awesome people on there that have encouraged me, have kept my head in the game, and I'm just telling you, go for this. I am now a registered nurse. I finished school 12 and a half years ago. So I'm telling you, if I can do it, you can do it. With God and Regina and Mark, you are going to pass this test. And I'm proud to say that I will now be starting my RN position with the children's at the children's hospital where I work at now. I will now be going from a patient support tech to a registered nurse. And I am so excited. And please, if you don't hear anything else I've got to say, get the VT, get the five-star quick facts. I'm telling you right now. These two are the answers to passing the NCLEX. Thank you, Mark and Regina. I love you guys. I will still be listening to you, Regina. You are awesome. Mark, I love your motivations. They help me so much. And again, thank you both for helping me pass the NCLEX. Hi, you guys. Um, I just wanted to kind of tell you a quick story. Back in 2009, I graduated from nursing school and I took my NCLEX and unfortunately I didn't pass the first time. But nursing has always tugged at my heart and this is something that I really feel is my passion. And so I decided to get back into it. So I stumbled upon Regina's video on YouTube and when I tell you the motivation, the content, oh my God, I fell in love, okay? So immediately I purchased the Quick Facts, the five star, instantly. I said I have to get on her program, see what's going on, to see if I can, you know, get back into the nursing field. Boom, then I purchased the VT trainer. And let me tell you, it is the bomb okay content 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 when i mean you need content oh it helped me so much thank you so much regina i appreciate it oh i am so grateful and those exact phrases and words that you told me to repeat i repeat it every day i can i will i must pass in clicks and guess what y'all I'm officially a Remar nurse, and I just want to tell you, you can, you will, you must pass NCLEX, you can do it. Stay committed. Thank you so much, Regina. Hello, everyone. My name is Tiffany, and I am a Remar nurse. I took my NCLEX on June 15th, and I passed on the first try. I ordered the VT and took it in three weeks. I did the course in three weeks because I had already had my date set and you know this book and this the quick facts this stuff is the truth y'all. I had a baby the last four months of nursing school and I was a little worried when I returned back to school from maternity leave because I was like feeling like I couldn't remember many things and you know, I would just say that while taking my test, I just was thanking God that I did the VT because there were things that I probably would not have remembered or been able to really critically think about had I not taken the course. So, you know, for those out there who need some extra encouragement, just take it from me. Like, 
this is everything and I'm so grateful and and the my favorite part my favorite part about this is that the Remar team is faith-based that means a lot to me and it helps to reinforce and keep me encouraged with you know just the thought of you know with God everything is possible and that, that is so true that is so true so just continue to stay focused out there y'all get the VT get the VT you owe it to yourself you owe it to yourself to do it so I hope this helps somebody. I hope this encourages somebody because I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't.